Hello, my favorite women in the whole wide world, all of the moms that tune in. You guys are going to kill me. I know you're like, what the hell, Jasmine? November for me is super busy with work and then with school or school with Ryan and it's just back to back to back. So I am truly sorry. I will never leave you again like that. I know it was so long. My best friend just wrote me like 10 messages as she did not know that I was preparing for tonight's podcast episode. Welcome to Mommies Who Brunch, the podcast. I am Jasmine, the CEO and founder of Mommies Who Brunch. Thank you so much for everybody who always tunes in and wants to catch up on my life. Y'all, I got some tea, child. We so behind in life, honey. Okay, I'm going to catch y'all up. Don't worry. Um, I hope all is well. I hope you guys are staying positive. I hope you're letting negative energy execute its way out of your life. And letting positive energy come into your life, especially starting with the new year. Whatever you were going through in 2018, child, we are not bringing it to 2019, including myself, okay? No, we are not. I don't care if they come back. I don't care if the job calls back. I don't care if your friend who talked about you comes back. No, no, no. Okay, anyway, so tonight's podcast episode um and you know it's so funny because one of my friends she always asks me she's like how do you find things to talk about and I'm like I talk about stuff that I go through on a daily basis so everything that I converse with you guys I've really gone through and so that's why it's easy for me to roll with the punches and to talk about stuff and I try to relate everything to you know, what you guys may be going through, whether you're married or you're single, we all have a few situations that can be relatable. Um, And I always want to talk about like books and stuff. So if you guys ever have a topic that you want me to open up about or tell you more about, whether it's like recipes or how I stay sane or anything like that, or the books that I'm reading at the moment, what book I'm reading at the moment, just let me know. You can DM me. You can email me, mommysubrunch at gmail.com. I had, okay, I had like 37, it was like 37, 38 messages from women that were talking about topics and just like thanking me and I'm not going to shout any of you out because some people don't like that, but I really, really appreciate it. And I want you to know that I try to be as real as possible because I am normal. I'm not no celebrity. I'm just plain Jane living in South Carolina. Okay. But I go through daily things that I think a lot of women that we see on social media that portray their life to be so perfect don't like to admit me. I'm tell y'all, I stress, I cry, I pray, I do it all. So tonight we are going to talk about admitting our faults. So as you guys know, I did not take chocolate back. Chocolate did not come back. Bye, sayonara. I don't know what he's got going on. He doesn't know what I've got going on. He asked me to leave his life So when somebody tells you they don't want you in your life anymore, you don't have to tell me nothing else. No one has ever told me that in my life. Like, (laughs) and it's sad because it's like, you always think, you know, I'm giving or we're giving so much love to somebody and for them to be that evil and to say that, but whatever, um, who cares? Bye. He's not coming into 2019. So it's all good. 
I do have someone else that I've kind of been entertaining. That's such a, I don't like that word. I'm not entertaining that I've kind of been seeing. Um, and he's super sweet. He's super funny. And it's so weird because, you know, I think all of us women have a type and we look for the type. We try to find that, like what we had in the previous relationship. We try to compare that to our new relationships. You cannot do that. And I've learned that, you know, the hard way, because sometimes we want to say stuff like, oh, such and such used to do that. And I hated it or something like that. Never do that. And my guy, now I'm going to have to think of a new nickname for him because he's chocolate too. (laughs) I will never steer away from that. So I just want everybody to know that if when I get married, see how I changed that from if to I, I mean, from if to when, when I get married, it will be to a chocolate man. Okay. I just want you guys to know that I love me a chocolate man. Like, Oh, they're just so beautiful. But anyway, he's super sweet. And I think it works for us because he has a son um, and he's so freaking adorable. And, you know, it's very easy to date someone that wants the same thing as you and who knows what they want and who kind of understands where you're coming from. And, you know, us being moms, it's very hard for us to date single men because if you guys are like me, I by the time I get off work and I get done dealing with Ryan, I really sometimes don't want to be bothered. And it's nothing against anybody, but sometimes I just don't want to be bothered. I have the type of job that I have to talk to people all day long. So by the time I get home, I don't want to talk sometimes, but... He's hilarious, and so I feel like I have to talk to him all the time because it's like he makes me forget about what I may be going through at the moment, and I really like that. So, And he makes me feel super special, and that's very important. And he's very driven. Um, I'm very driven. And yeah, the only thing, though, you guys, and I may bring this up later on, uh, is it's long distance. And... I don't know. I think the older that you get um, as an adult, long distance really isn't that detrimental to your relationship because it's like if you're working on your career in one state and your partner's working on a career in another state, you have that to stay focused on. And if you both know what it is that you're wanting, I think that you can build on that and, you know, improve your relationship. And of course, throw in some visits all the time and FaceTime conversations. I think I talk to him like 25 times a day, um, which is fun. But I don't know. I look so cheesy right now because I'm all smiling, all nerdy. But anyway, so that's what's going on with that. Um, No, I do not miss chocolate um, at all. And I knew that time was going to come. It just takes time to get over people. But it's like when someone really hurts your feelings, it's kind of like an eye opener. And I feel like God kept making him hurt me so that he would be like, hello, when are you going to get it in your head? This is not the man for you, but you keep trying. And I don't know why you're trying because he doesn't want you and it's just not working. So I think we all have to go through that no matter how old we are. Um, and it's a learning lesson. You live and you learn. So what we're going to talk about is admitting our faults. When I was dating Chocolate, one thing that he always told me was, it's not always about you. It's not just about you. And I used to be like, how is it 
like, should I care about other women's feelings? No. And I think the last time we talked, he said, I'm not ready and you don't respect where I am. And you, you know, you push me to want to be ready and to have to be ready for you when I'm not. And you know what? He's right. And the reason why I felt that way is because my dad once told me that a man knows exactly what he wants with you when he first meets you. Um, And that's really true unless you change later on down the road. And my new guy, we have to come up with a name. So you guys need to DM me or something and drop a name. I'll give some more hints as to what kind of describes him and then maybe we can come up with something but um he said the same thing he's like when a man first sees you he automatically knows what he wants with you and what type of relationship with he what relationship he wants with you and I'm starting to be a firm believer of that because I don't know I think chocolate deep down wanted more with me but he just didn't know how to do it. Hell, maybe he didn't. I don't I'm not even going to speak on that cuz it's irrelevant. But what I'm getting at is he told me that I only put myself in the equation and I never thought about, you know, Ryan, which is not true and I never thought about him. And looking back on that situation, I didn't think about him because we're both adults and we spent a year and a half together. So in my eyes, it was like, how do you not know if you're ready or how are you not ready when you know exactly what you're getting with me? And now that I look back, you know what? I was wrong. I did only think about myself. I kept trying to force somebody to accept my lifestyle and to accept the fact that I had a child and they this person was going to have to take on a parenting role within her life. And that's a lot. And I'm not making an excuse for him whatsoever, but you know what? I did not think of it that way. I really was thinking of just my own feelings and at the time how I felt like he was hurting me because it was like, how can you tell me you love me, but you can't commit to me or you don't see a future with me, which, you know, he always said, I do love you and I can love you and not want to be with you at the moment. And so, you know, he said to me, he said, I don't want to lose you. However, I need you to respect where I am. And as an adult, We kind of have to take some things that people say with a grain of salt. And then on the other side of that, we kind of have to really take into consideration of what they're saying. And he was basically saying, you have to respect that mentally I am not ready for one woman. I'm not ready for the stress that you bring. I'm not ready for, you know, having to spend every day with you or having to check in with you or having to be precautious of your feelings and your emotions. Because now he was he would have had to been you know, careful, cautious of Ryan's feelings and what he did didn't just hurt me, but it would be a backlash. It would backlash onto her. So, you know, over the few weeks and months, I'm like, okay, you know what? He kind of was right about that. I did not respect that. And again, I'm not um, making excuses for him because he was dead ass wrong. But at the same time, I should have respected where he was and really stepped back, not just talked to him like, you know, but I should have stepped back a long time ago and I didn't think of it that way and I didn't do that and I should have did that. So, you know, that's something that I've learned um, 
and that I will pay attention to within my next relationship. Because honestly, you guys, I'm going to be 30 this year. And I really, and you know, my mom gets on me about this because she's like, there's no rush. You can get married at 40. Ma'am, no. (laughs) And not that there's a rush, but it's like, I... I want to have a companion. I want to have that person that I can call and I can count on and I can, you know, plan trips with and include in my future and in my financial success and within my business endeavors. And I just want someone to have that, to share that with. And um, I think it's really important that we have that. So no, I'm not in a rush for that. However, I want to work toward that. So, you know, when you guys, we have to seriously think of a name. Okay, I'm going to give you some hints. He's from Ghana. Um, he loves clothes. He is his son. We have to think of something. Um, is Africa corny? We're going to use Africa for now. And then you guys let me know if you can come up with something better. So Africa and I always have like super deep conversations and one thing that he said he's like when I talk to you sometimes I feel like you don't really care and you're not as in tune to what I'm saying or what I'm going through and when you're going through something I'm very much in tuned to what you're saying or what you know you have going on and I read that message over like five times and I was like you know I never want anybody to ever feel like I'm ungrateful or I'm selfish because I really 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 listen to everything people tell me but at the same time my mind literally has a thousand things going on and sometimes I put so much focus into Ryan and into my career that I do forget about what, you know, someone may be going through or someone may be saying. And I've kind of learned, you know, and this isn't good, but I've kind of learned to put a shield up so that I don't come off as super empathetic and super sympathetic because I don't want anyone to take me for granted. And that's not fair. And I'm too old for that. And I will admit that. See, admitting our faults. So, you know, when he was telling me that, I said, you know, I really apologize and I don't want you to ever feel like I don't care about what you say or what you're going through because that's really not true. And so then it was like after I had that conversation with him, it was like I really needed to step back and think about the people within my in immediate circle and whether or not they felt the same way too. And the second person besides Africa that I had apologized to was my best friend because it was like, you know, sometimes she'll tell me something or she'll have something going on. And one, she writes like 10 paragraphs for each conversation. (laughs) But I'm so used to it now. I just read them and I respond after I get done reading them. And you know what? Sometimes I don't digest everything that she's saying. And she's big on talking on the phone. I'm not big on talking on the phone. I can talk to you FaceTime all day long, but on the phone, I can't because it's like I have so much stuff I have to do. So by the time that I, you know, get to talk to her or something, she's done with what she has to do, but I'm just now starting or I'm just now getting home or I'm just now getting Ryan ready. And then it's like, I have to interrupt her and I have to say, okay, well, I have to call you back because I have to do this. And that's not fair because when I call her, she picks up um, unless she's busy or something. So, you know, 
that was something that was very important to me because with her being 300 miles away, it's like we have to be close. We have to be sisters. And right now, being single moms is very important that you have somebody that you can confide in that's not going to judge you for the mistakes that you make or for what you're going through or what you decide to do with your life or with your children. Because we already have so much other stuff on our plate that we don't need anybody judging us. So one thing that I vow to never do with my friends, and they all know this, is I do not judge you. If you decide to take your your children's father back the only thing I'm going to ask you is to really pray on it to really make sure that this time it's going to be different I don't know what happened the first time this is just an example majority of the time I know what happened but I'm just saying so I'm never going to judge because I'm not perfect (laughs) and if I told you guys some of the stuff that I've done or how I've felt you would be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you definitely can't judge anybody, and I never will. So, you know, I felt like I owed her a major apology, and I wanted her to know that I really genuinely cared about her, and I cared about what she was going through, and if she, you know, ever needed to confide in me, I was going to be there to listen. The third person that I said this to was my other friend who's a mom, Um, and we're actually co-workers and the other day she was telling me a story and I had such a bad day that I was listening to her but I knew I had to get to go I had to go pick up Ryan so I just cut her off in the middle of her story and left and went and picked up Ryan and I when I was driving I'm like oh my god she was telling me something and I literally got up and left like no so she got an apology so you know It's sometimes, and I've learned this the older that I've gotten, it's easier for me to take constructive criticism from people, Um, even if sometimes they may not, you know, the message may not always come out how we want it to come out, but I think it's very important, especially when you're building a relationship with with the opposite sex, it's very important to listen to what they, you know, how they feel or what they're going through or you know, what they've noticed about us, because sometimes we don't know stuff about ourselves. And that's something that for me, I joke and I kid, but I am the most down to earth person that you probably will ever meet. And I'm very approachable, not to men, but to women, I'm very, very approachable. Um, And I'm super kind. And I'm not just saying that, like, I'm genuinely a kind hearted person, and I would never do anything to purposely hurt somebody but sometimes I do have so much going on in my head that you can tell me a story and I will forget about the story and I have to do better at that and that's something that I'm working on so that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about because I feel like that's very important to learn from the mistakes that we made in previous relationships because even though a lot of my situation I blame chocolate for a lot of it was my fault too because mentally I knew that he wasn't ready and no matter how much I loved him or how much fun we had or how much the surface looked like we were in a relationship we weren't and you know as hard as it was I should have walked away a long time ago because I could have prevented the point that we're at now like maybe we could have been friends or maybe I who knows hell but now mm -mm. so it's just you know it's things that we have to take into consideration and when people tell us something about ourselves 
or about themselves, we really need to believe it and we need to work on it. So that was something I really wanted to talk about. Another fault of mine um, is, and I think we can all relate to this, bringing past emotions. I'm sorry, I'm popping my knuckles. I know it's terrible. Bringing past emotions into a new situation. Um, Africa and I, I don't like that. It sounds silly. I Maybe I'll just call him his name. I don't know. But I feel like then you guys will go look at him on Instagram and you're going to be like, you better treat her right. Which maybe you should tell him that. But he does a great job at that so far. So um, anyway, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, um, something that we have to work on not doing is whoever, whomever hurt us previously, we have to let it go. Um, because you will truly miss your blessings holding on to anger from a previous situation or a past person or a past relationship, whether it's a friend, a family member, a coworker, or a spouse or, you know, a partner. We have to really let that go because that will cause us to never get what we want and what we would deserve because nobody wants to be around a bitter Betty. Nobody wants to be around an angry Angie, okay? <laughs> so whatever hurt that you experienced, take some time to yourself until you're ready to commit to someone or until you're ready to date because you do not want to bring that into the next situation. Like it isn't fair and... You know, sometimes with Ghana, I kind of like that. Okay, sometimes with Ghana, I'll like kind of slow down because I'm like, oh gosh, in my mind, this is perfect. This is cool. I'm having fun, but it's just the beginning. So eventually there's going to be moments where we're going to have a conversation about long distance. We're going to have a conversation maybe about marriage. We're going to have conversations about, you know, about a bunch of things and, if I'm still hurt from chocolate, I will never be good for anybody, whether it's Ghana or it's someone else. So, you know, before talking to him, because let me just tell you guys, he chased me, okay? And I just kept saying no because I wasn't ready. And he never gave up. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And he told me, he's like, I watched you for the longest of time and I waited and waited and the time when I did try to approach you and you told me you weren't ready and that you were going to go back to that guy. He's like, I was just waiting for it to fall apart because I knew what you deserved and I knew that I wanted you. I mean, seriously, okay, that's like so cliche. And I was thinking in my head, like, please, yes, I'm rolling my eyes, but I was like, please, then I'm going to get to him. And he's going to be like a complete jerk. And he's not. He's super sweet. So what I'm saying is I'm glad that I took that time um, to myself before I, you know, started conversing with him on a serious level or even talking and getting to know one another because mentally I was not ready for that. And I would it wouldn't have been fair to him. And I remember telling him that one time, like, I am no good for anybody right now. I am angry. I am sad. I am lonely. I don't know if I'm going to go back to this guy. I don't I don't know anything. And you know, one day I don't remember what he said to me, but he said something and I'm like, "Gosh, 
he's like the only person who has like really talked to me like continuously and hasn't tried to like move in on me and has kind of just waited for me to do my own thing and I'm like why not because life's too short and I love oh I will say he lives in New York so that's why we're going to talk about long distance eventually but we're I'm going to keep you guys posted on what's going on but um you know it's important that we take that time before entering another relationship to maybe to really process what happened and to let it go and to be forgiving um and it took me a lot of a long time to forgive chocolate for the things that he did to me and i noticed when i thought i was you know over it i would bring it up and that wasn't fair and um so i really needed the time to myself to kind of grasp what had happened and to realize okay this wasn't for you it's okay it's gonna hurt you may think about him every now and then but you know it's not for you so there's no point in trying to put together pieces that aren't meant to fit so that is where I'm leaving off with you guys um because I said that I was gonna keep it at 25 minutes for you so whether you're at work whether you're going to listen to this tonight, whether you're going to listen to this driving to work or in the bathtub, um, I didn't want to go over your time. So thank you so, so much for supporting me and for listening to me and for keeping tabs on me because I know you guys were like, what the heck happened to her? And I was continuously posting for you guys, but it was like the podcast by the time Sundays would hit. Y'all, I was so dang tired the past month. It was ridiculous, but I'm back in action. I'm here. I'm rested. I'm going to devote my Sundays back to you all. Um, and again, I just thank you. Follow me on Instagram, Mommy Sue Brunch, on Facebook, Jasmine Foreman, um, or Mommy Sue Brunch or the Daily Mom Club. So yes, um, have a wonderful evening and have a great Monday. Make it productive, be proactive, um, and remember to be kind. Um, always kill them with kindness, okay? And have a wonderful evening. Bye.